right, we are back. Adrian Paul is standing by to join us. Good morning, Adrian. Good morning. I love what you're doing. This is a very exciting event you have coming up, the Sword Experience. Could you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, the first Sword Experience is um, in Temecula, California on the 10th of April. And it is a uh, group of people put into a very exotic, fun location and teaching them some of the sword fights they see on TV which, um, you know, we're going to be taking across the country. We've got uh, uh, Chicago coming up at the end of, uh, sorry, May 1st, and then uh, Houston, May 28th, London, Stuttgart. Uh, we've got a bunch of places, and it's wow. really, you know, a place to sort of teach people a little bit about uh, the movie industry as well as some technique in uh, sword work. Now, this has been your passion for so long now. When did you <laughs> first realize that, you know what, I love this? Uh, when I started doing Highlander, mm-hmm. actually, it was, uh, I mean, I, I started using the sword about, well, probably about a year before I actually did the show. And then right. doing the show, I really loved doing the, the sword work. Yeah, I mean, you get injured, and that's one of the things I'm going to teach in the sword experiences. Sure. You know, certain things you should or shouldn't do when you're doing it for uh, camera compared to what you're doing in real life. Yes. And I watched, there's a YouTube clip I watched of you talking about the event. You obviously have gone through a lot of training. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had 25 years. Of, yeah. uh, I've, I've, my training, really, I would say, is with some really great people. I mean, I, the first person I ever had was Bob Anderson, who taught uh, the Olympic fencing team uh, for 30 years, and then he was the guy behind the uh, Darth <coughs> Vader mask in mm-hmm. Star Wars, as well as he oh, did cool. the choreography for um, Princess Bride, Highlander, um, uh, First Night. He did a slew of others as well. Um, and then... You know, it's all those people that I work with, as well as all the martial artists and the sword uh, trainers that I worked over the years. Tell me what kind of skills someone would need to have to do something like this. Well, I think this is what's cool about it. I, I'm, it's not a question of, it's not a class per se. I don't want to mm-hmm. say I'm, I'm teaching you a class. What I'm teaching you is an experience. Okay. So anybody can come, whether you're a martial artist, whether you're a sword reenactor, whether you're a cosplay a fan that has no experience whatsoever, if you've had a little sword work. Okay. It's really to sort of um, put people together. Because when you, when you work in film, for instance, you will work with people that had no experience. Sure. So you have to be used to being able to be in front of somebody that does have experience and then mix it up again. Mm-hmm. Same as it is in a real fight. Sometimes you, you, you're with somebody that uh, has a lot of um, experience in front of you and uh, you have to figure out how to beat that person or you have to um, work with somebody that's not experienced and, you know, figure out if they're going to make, do something that you never expected. Sure. And as you said, it's open to men and women who are interested in doing this of all levels. Um, it's so interesting. It's going to be in Temecula, but it's also going to be in other cities as well, you said? Yes. It's, um, each experience is rather different. I mean, the Temecula event is an entire day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get breakfast, a little breakfast in the morning, you have four and a half hours of sword explanation and training and tips and mm-hmm. movie insider Stuff. Then you get the sign boken and uh, photographs, and we're videoing the event. And then you get lunch. Then you get wine tasting and a bottle uh, and a discount on the bottles of wine. Then there's live music. So we've got the entire day until five o'clock. That sounds early like a morning, great event. So. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a fun event to do. You know, I want to. I want to. I want people to remember the event. Mm-hmm. And then other events we have, like in Houston, which is almost sold out now. We actually have. The event is going to be more geared to the con audience, where it might be, I may choose a Star Wars theme, for instance, and therefore okay. <clears throat> teach the sword work from one of the Star Wars um, uh, battles. Okay. The one in, in oh, Houston is a lot of Highlander fans, so I may stick to Highlander, but yeah. I can adjust it wherever I go. But it's a slightly different experience. 
Are there people asking, like, can teenagers come to this? I mean, is there an, a minimum age? Uh, 15 is a minimum age. Between 15 and 17, you have to have parental guidance, yes. a parental um, uh, sign-up by your parent or, or your guardian. Right. And then after 18, anybody else can come. That's great. I mean, because it gives you such a, a base, basis of a skill set, you know, as a teen. Well, that's, <clears throat> that's actually where we're taking it after. We're going to go to companies for team building. Uh, for take the, you know, it's, it's a different type of event for people. And therefore, when you realize when you're in front of somebody and you're finding somebody, you have to work as a team. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, somebody can get hurt. And then when you switch, switch people around, you're working with another partner. And again, you're respecting the opponent as well as the weapon in front of you and the weapon that they're holding. So right. it gives you some sort of confidence and, and uh, togetherness in that team aspect. Right. Have you, I have to ask, have you, have you ever gotten really injured on your sets do, doing this? <laughs> How long have you got? Um, <laughs> I'm missing um, two fingers. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've got stitches in my eye, uh, my fingers. Uh, wow. I've, I've, yes, I've been, I've fallen on my head. I've done a lot of different things, yeah. you know, through the years. And uh, that's one of the things, I mean, I can teach actors as well to tell them, you know, this is what you do, and this is what you're not supposed to do. Sure. Because um, I, I dealt with a lot of people that came in, and, and you don't realize when you do choreography, it's very different than when you actually answer it because adrenaline gets involved when you're the character, etc. And suddenly, right. things you forget, things you hit harder than you're supposed to. Yes. So all those things are good to get in your mind before you, you get involved in something like that. Right, because you end up embodying that character, and sometimes you just go with it, and you don't know what's going to happen, perhaps. Well, exactly, yeah, and, and that, it's like it's very much like martial arts are. Martial mm-hmm. arts, when you when you're a kid, your initial in, in, instinct is just to lash out and throw. But you, a martial arts teach you it teaches you a certain way to actually throw a punch or or, or block. Mm-hmm. But it's not instilled in you, in you until you've done it many, many, many times. Then it becomes an automatic reaction. Yes. Exactly the same thing with sword work. It becomes an automatic reaction rather than you know um, letting loose your inner animal, if you like, sure. and, right. and injuring somebody. Let me ask you, because the theme of the show is get the funk out. Is this your go-to, you know, um, thing that you love to do because it keeps you level-headed? Yeah, you know, it, 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 it has something. When you do this, this, it's like golf. You have to think of nothing else, really. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, uh, it's a spiritual thing as well as a concentration thing as well as a workout because when I go through the, the four and a half hours of, of work, the first hour is really showing people the techniques, yes. the tips, and then working out all the moves many, many times like the workout. And you'll suddenly realize that you're using your legs much more than your upper body. It's a, it's a shoulder workout, it's a back workout, it's a leg workout. So all of these things incorporate into the, the experience and how to, how to properly you know, work with a sword. And I, I did six or seven of them last year, and it gave me a, an insight into other people and how other people approach this. Yes. Some people with absolutely no... Uh, coordination or skill level would come in and teaching them certain things they felt a lot more comfortable on their feet afterwards. Right. I mean, for somebody like me, I mean, I'm five foot six. I, I've had no experience. You actually give give someone like me like a real sword or you start off, you know, a fake thing. I don't know. What no, I'll, I'll, I'll always I'll always give um, bokens, which are oh, wooden uh, replicas oh, okay, um, good. when we do the because I find bokens are very similar to, obviously they're similar to a katana, but they're also similar to uh, a lot of other straight-edged weapons mm-hmm. that um, is good with two hands, because a lot of the time when you start with one hand, your left hand kind of sticks out somewhere. Yes. And um, it, 
if, unless you're used to that type of balance and that training, having two and utilizing two is, is more easier for your brain to understand. Right. You know, it, when you're talking, it reminds me of what I heard about uh, people that are black belts. Like, you you have this skill set, you've worked at it, but you, you also keep it in check. Like, you, you know, it would be so easy if somebody mugs you in New York City to just lay them out, you know? But you, it's something you just, you you know what I mean? Like, you, you don't just... It's about, yeah, it's about control. Control. About control. I mean, one yeah. of the reasons I started martial arts as a kid, you know, well, as a kid, I wasn't a kid. I was a, a, a early early twenties. I was when I started martial arts. It was because I had a temper. Oh, I, I mean, I used to play rugby. I used to get into fights and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I had to have something that sort of made my brain uh, redirect into a different way and understand yes. that there is a respect and, and and some control that you can actually get. Yes, uh, as well as the confidence. You know, eventually, after you've done many many years of it, it gives you a confidence to walk into a place and look at things very differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I actually um, was curious about your background because I find that it's probably very grounding, that it, it just centers you. Well, I, I think everybody's made up of the five senses, and you have to you have to uh, touch those five senses every day, whether it's your spiritual, your sexual, your mental, your your intellectual. You have to have that. And, you know, for, for me, a lot of my groundedness now especially comes from my kids mm-hmm. and my wife and my family life as well as my peace fund. Yes. which is protect, educate, aid children everywhere. My radio show each week that I do really sort of brings home to me what kids are doing around the country because that's what we do. We, we highlight kids' um, amazing accomplishments uh, for raising money for causes that they believe in, and uh, we, we highlight different uh, celebrities coming in. And when you, when you have that, you really realize that life is not about your fame because at the, at the, in the very end result, when you die, when you leave this planet, your fame, even before you die, even if you've been gone 20 years, you've been famous for 20 years, the younger generation doesn't, don't, don't know who you are. But what you leave, what you teach is your legacy on this planet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where can people find out more about you and all these things you're doing? Well, The Sword Experience is thesortexperience.com. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Um, I'm on Twitter and, and Facebook. I'm on Adrian Paul one on Twitter. Okay. And Adrian Paul uh, under Facebook. Uh, the, a lot of the information goes on there. The Peace Fund has a site on Facebook and Twitter, as, as does the, the Peace Fund Radio, which is Peace Fund Radio. And you can find that anywhere. Type in Peace Fund Radio, and um, it will come up immediately in the search engines. Sounds great. Any last bit of advice for people that want to get started on this or maybe a little intimidated? <laughs> Well, the thing is, is like that's that's why having you know I have I actually have a sixteen year old coming. Uh, I, I just saw on our on our guest list uh, that came in. So a younger person would have fun doing it. They're actually flying in from another another state mm-hmm. uh, to to join. So we we've got people from everywhere. Um, we really we put it into Meculos because it was fairly central from the coastal cities from San Diego. It's about 45 an hour from San Diego, depending Perfect. on the traffic. <laughs> I was stuck in the I-15 this morning, so that was not fun. Oh, but, no, that's um, not fun. Yeah, on a Sunday after, Sunday morning, you go out there, you spend the entire day on a weekend, have a great day on a weekend, and, you know, you don't have to worry about the um, being intimidated because there's going to be other people there that are exactly in, in the same position. I actually have a writer from Variety coming. Oh, um, he wants to take the class and then write up about it. So Perfect. I've got different people from different that have different walks of life. Yes. So make sure you have plenty of band-aids. <laughs> no, you won't need them. Okay. You won't need them. <laughs>
<laughs> I want to thank you so much for calling in, Adrian. This has been great. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's uh, really great. Very it's exciting. Awesome. Thanks for all you're doing. It sounds great. Thank you, thank you. I'll talk to you again. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Adrian Paul calling in. He's star of the famed Highlander TV series. And if you missed any part of the show, we'll be up on my blog at thefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We're going to take a little break, and then we're going to be joined by incredible woman. Wow. Cindy Whitehead. And she has a blog, Girl is Not a Four-Letter Word. So you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We'll be back in just a bit.